With so many different platforms, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, and their purposes evolving daily, navigating social media can be, well, complicated. Welcome to the Social Media Sucks Podcast from Cupco. Social media. Social media. Social media. Social media. Really sucks. Where we unpack the latest trends and help remove the suck from social media. Hi guys, welcome back to the Social Media Sucks Podcast. Today I have, again, Andy with us, our uh, social media strategist, with uh, his new haircut and uh, brand new spring outfit. And then Is that a brand new <laughs> spring outfit? I bought this just for this. I like, yeah, this, exactly. you know, I like the color. It's my return yes. episode. And, uh, you guys thought I'm gone, but I'm back. Yeah. Yes, stronger than ever. <laughs> and then we have Chris, hey. as always, yeah. our uh, CEO and expert on everything. <laughs> Everything. <laughs> Everything. Yes. I'm an expert on those uh, those clothes. I think Backstreet Boys called. They want them back. Really? <laughs> but you you also I have a quite nice back. jacket on today. That's right. Can you I'm explain a little bit about that because it has uh, a history. Apparently. No, it doesn't. Really? Oh. <laughs> it's custom, guys. It's yeah, exactly. custom shit. <laughs> yes. No, you're looking very sharp, and I like that color on you, Andy. Thanks. Man. And the the white turtleneck is good. You should go white turtleneck and blazer. I always want to do that. Yeah. yeah. It's good. Also, just Liz is like, what are yeah. you talking about? <laughs> so, thank you. I also think I look good today. Thank you, you do. so much. Sorry, for <laughs> <laughs> is that a new jacket? She's almost going white turtleneck and blazer. Almost so. trying to match him. You know, match the energy here. Yeah, yeah. you got to bring it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, sorry, next time I'm it's trying to be like flames shooting out. <laughs> if you want to peacock around Torches here, torches and everything. Yes. Okay, so today we're gonna talk about um, employee ambassador marketing. Yes. As our topic. And uh, I'm hoping we just, as usual, unfold the topic while we go. Yeah. I, yeah. of course, I prepared some questions. So let's just start with the very easy one. Why should brands use? Maybe we should start with what is it? What? Yeah, Because I think course. like, uh, Maybe, we, yeah, we say this nice. weird word like yeah. employee ba- ambassador. Yeah. Yes. What is that? Okay, Maybe guys. Maybe we should just unpack what is yeah. that first Let's of all. unpack what is an employee, employee ambassadors? Ab- ambassador advocacy marketing okay what is it andy tell us why me because yeah it's <laughs> always me? you yes. you wanted to you answer no, I don't. <laughs> you are the most well prepared we know this exactly. okay. from experience always. well like employee advocacy is essentially when you make your employees into brand advocates and that can be for different reasons you can use them for um you know empowering your um, new hiring activities or your general, you know, employer branding, but you can also use this for actually just improving your brand positioning. As for example, Dunkin' Donuts does. What um, do Dunkin' Donuts do? They actually use their. Unpack uh, that for us, please. Oh, <laughs> let me unpack that. Yes, please. <laughs> so Dunkin' Donuts is actually um, using their employees as content creators, hmm. and. Um, they use it for actually creating super relatable content. So when you go into a, a dunking shop in the US, you have a chance that you're actually gonna reach one of their, you know, TikTok creators actually. And but is that it? like I think there's some draw the lines here because I think that's like what, yeah because there's advocacy which is like somebody talking up the place they work like yeah hey I really love it here check out our products mm. blah, blah blah like look at my cool job and then there's a new form of sort of employee ambassadors, which is more like employee influencers. Or creators. Like creators that are actually like, you know, being staffed, they do a normal job, but they also do a job of creating content. Yeah, exactly. Which is quite interesting, right? So it's kind of like branched off into Mm. two parts. So what are we talking about today? Are we talking about both? I think we should do both. Both, yeah. Um, The comparison maybe, yeah. 
But I think, of course, it's uh, it's interesting though, just uh, to tap into what you just said about you know influencers. What is the actual difference then from using an employee versus the traditional way of using influencer marketing, for instance? I think employee advocates are very often just resharing content that mm -hmm. is that is being fed to them by their brand. Um, there are many employer advocate platforms that actually allow brands to distribute content across their employees who would then, you know, essentially just reshare it on their own personal profiles, right. which is also a nice tactic. And, and I think we are working with a few companies who also do that. Mm -hmm. And I think uh, they are all uh, seeing some really nice results. Yeah. But where the difference is, is I think these creators are actually are the ones, you know, being responsible for actually the content side output of things. Mm. Yeah. And yes, they are still fed with like ideas and they are still guided by the brand. Um, but essentially what makes their content perform super well in social is the authenticity. And that comes from the fact that they have a certain creative freedom when it comes to creating content. And that makes their content so relatable and authentic that people will just find it, you know, always nice to connect with mm. yeah and i think what we're seeing now the evolution of the employee ambassador on social is that content creator uh element and i think i would say that it's sort of like the evolution of authenticity as well because yeah it, it kind of you kind of saw through it a little bit with employee ambassador programs like hey okay they're just sharing this and they're you know even some of the more bigger platforms for actually employee advocacy like Schmarp. Yeah. Right. And that was like they actually gamify it a bit. So there's a there's a kind of a, a point system in the back end where mm. employees that share a certain amount and and I think like that always has a little bit of a problem because it's it's not authentic. It's like it's something that's gamed. Something that's like you're only sharing this to get on a leaderboard somewhere mm. versus but actual advocacy. Yeah, I agree. It's sort of like burned out or used too widely, I think, um, to a certain extent. But I think also what added to this uh, being, you know, not that authentic is actually that it's primarily salespeople who do this. Right. Because or executives. Or, yes, because yeah. those, those are the roles that actually, you know, um, expect you to actually build out a persona in, in these online mm. spaces, because that's where, you know, you can basically gain a personal, also personal, and mm. also like a, a job related advantage from, you know, building your online persona. Right. But I think um, in general, the sales part is what, you know, kind of made it like overused and a bit yeah. like inauthentic because you know that like all these people just essentially gonna reach out in an email on LinkedIn and like, hey man, I have this cool service. Do you want to sign up for <laughs> it? I really like the content you put out, but do you want to sign up for this? And um, and that's what's making it inauthentic, yeah. I think. Yeah, so now it's like, that's the like I said, the content creator side is a little bit less salesy or less more authentic. Yeah. And it's more like, they're given the creative freedom to do something, but it's not necessarily, I mean, it's attached to the brand, but it's not necessarily like pushing brand th things. Yeah. Right? yeah. It's, I think it's more about like, you know, the creativity part. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Just, you know, creating something fun. Yeah. So why should brands use, ultimately use the uh, employees as content creators? Well, it's, it's proven and it was measured multiple times that actually um, employee content is uh, going to reach eight times uh, the amount of people on social than uh, branded content would. That's right, and people 
rewind that section and listen to it again eight times more. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. And also, you know, users are just more likely to actually uh, react to a piece of content that comes from one of their peers and not mm. from a brand. Mm. It's more relatable on a personal level. Um, and also, you know, just like on a, on a trust barometer, mm. it's, it's just so much more relatable for anyone. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. It kind of creates a community within itself, right? When you... S well, not always. It depends on how you execute on it, I would mm -hmm. say. Yeah. You can, you can create a community. But we can, we can, I mean, on top of that, the reason why you're also seeing eight times, and we mention this to clients all the time, is that a brand profile is capped. Yeah. Like the reach is capped. We can see that. That's, the data is very clear. Social platforms want brands to pay. Yeah. Right. And they give normal randos like mm. us <laughs> more reach because it's personal and it's like it's in the feed and it like doesn't feel like it's corporate. It's not it doesn't feel it isn't a corporation. Right. Mm. So, you know, you're going to get way more impressions than your average yeah. business, which is very interesting. So like a lot of brands will come to us and say, how do we get more followers? How do we get more engagement in our content on LinkedIn, for mm. example? And one of the clear things that we say is like, start using your employees because they're going to get way more reach than any page that you have. Yeah. So I think that's uh, that also has to be mentioned here is why you would want to use your employees. Uh, I shouldn't even say use your employees, like why you want to get them involved in this, yeah. why you want to mm. empower them to create content, to do these things. Um, mm. It's because they're going to be able to to tap through but isn't there also through. a risk when you when you use actually you activate your exactly uh, your, there is a risk exactly can you guys uh, unfold a little bit of what that could be the because risk it's not, yeah. Well, yeah maybe I mean, you can talk to that cons. because you're, yeah. you're yeah. like on the employer side i am on the employer side i mean okay there's a few things here yeah one is uh, there's a lot of things one is there's a blur line between what is your job and what are you doing on social mm. and it's not in any of our contracts that you, that you should create content for Cubco or for yourself or, and, and that takes time. It takes attention away from maybe your regular job to create content. So as an employer, I'm always looking at, okay, is that the right where place to put the attention? Mm. Right. And I think every employer needs to go through that, um, discussion and be very open and honest with their employees and say, okay, we're expecting you to do this. It's probably going to take you this much time. We need some of that to exist outside of normal hours because we need you to continue doing your job or you're putting out in the contract. Okay. Part of your job is content creation mm. and we expect it to be 10% of your job. Mm. And you know, then we need to plan for it and account for it. So there's that there's, and there's the risk that those lines get blurred. Yeah. Mm. And, and then there's also the risk that, you're going to build an influencer, a content creator mm. that's probably going to say, wait a second, I'm spending all my time at this job when I could be at home making content and having being creative and being fun. Maybe I want to do that instead. Right. So there's a, there's a, a risk that you give them a uh, platform, you give them a space to create their persona, their, their account, their, their community. And then they say, adios, I'm gone, <laughs> right? Which is like, hey, wait a second. We paid yeah. you to make this stuff and now you've created your own. It's like 
paying someone to create their own business on the side of your own business, right? Mm. It's like you're creating a, a problem for yourself, yeah. right? So there's that risk as well. So that has to be very clear in your contracts that are saying like, you can't go elsewhere. Like the, you're stuck here, right? Sleep. And that's simple. That's very, how do you do a contract yeah. like that? I couldn't even begin to make a contract like that. I wouldn't even know, like legally you'd be fucked. Like <laughs> legally, like I think all HR departments would not touch that at all. No. They'd be like, you're demanding what? You better be paying them a shit ton of money then. Um, so there's that problem, which becomes a major risk. Yeah. But would it be actually a risk that like, you know, essentially it would be like, so let's use the Copco example. Like you would actually have maybe not even just one, but like multiple employees leaving and like embarking on, on this, like, you know, creator journey. And then would that be actually a bad thing for, for example, from like a brand image standpoint, because then all it means is that essentially Copco has like an internal, like, you know, content school, let's say. Yeah. Like uh, there's not just a, a, I'm not saying that it's devoid of upside. I think there's tons of upside as yeah. well, but you always have to look at also the downside That's and say mm. like, uh, you have to outweigh this and say, okay, the risk sort of bit, the cost risk benefit or the, the, Sorry, the benefit risk analysis is that, okay, does this, the benefits weigh out, out the uh, weigh the, the risks and, yeah. and you have to do that. And I think for some brands, it's those things don't align that mm -hmm. the risks are too great according like uh, to the benefits. Right. Mm -hmm. So I think each brand has to do that and find out yeah. what is it. So, but I do agree that our business would make sense because we are content creators here. Yeah. And it would make sense that people do that. Like a couple of our people have side hustles. Like mm. you do fancy plant stuff. <laughs> do you? No. You what? don't sell those though? You should sell them. They're so good. What? What? Fancy plant plant stuff? stuff. You're like, you're, you're sort of like, uh, what's I don't it called? have green fingers. No, no, it's not plants. It's like dead plants. Okay. Oh, you see? Yeah. Ah, okay. Yeah. You I make those bouquets for myself. Oh, though, you okay. Know, yeah. Yeah, you could dried flowers those. yeah whatever yeah. yeah you could have your own con you could have your own tiktok i mean barbara our head of strategy she has her own youtube channel yeah. like where she talks about diet and exercise and stuff right mm. so and hara someone on our team has her own e-commerce business right mm. so and she's doing content for that on the side so obviously we have an environment where we allow those things but those things are separate from Cubco, yeah. yeah, meaning that we're not really uh, getting people to create content for us on a daily, yeah, right? or for you know opening their own channels and, and doing that. But, but I think yeah, but you agree that there is like more upside to it than for than, certain brands, yeah, yeah, like. But I think how brands have approached it is saying that we're going to hire this person that is a waiter or a. I don't know, like a paint technician. I've seen a lot of like painting yeah. things mm. online. online There's lately. actually a famous case of this. Yeah, where well, this TikTok. guy got fired. Yeah. yeah. So he was creating content about different paint, paint yeah. like trying to match colors to mm. things. And uh, he got fired because he tried to match. Uh, there, someone was like, hey, how do you make a blueberry color? So he like jokingly threw a bunch of blueberries in paint mm. and pretended to mix it up and then got a blueberry color out of it. And it was just a joke, but they, they fired him because they're like, you shouldn't be creating content while you should be working. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that, and it's, you know, they did the wrong thing. They should have said, okay, we can lean into this 
and probably win mm. but do big you know, time. Do you know what was the next step that happened right after? He had like his the own the channel, dude right? got hired. Uh, yeah, they uh, they got hired or he got hired. Sorry, by the the straight up competitor. Yeah, because they saw the value in it yeah. and they were like, come to. I yeah. think it's called Florida paints or something like that. Yeah. Like come come to us, dude. Like you can do all this stuff. Yeah. Because he he had like a million followers. Yeah. Or like something like yeah. that. His Insane. old employer was stupid. Yeah. These guys were smart. They capitalized on mm. it. They they saw that the benefits outweighed the risks. Yeah. Right? Mm. But that that happened. What about just a very low practical thing? Like when you use your employees, how do you make sure they don't deviate from the brand, for instance, for the content they create? Or if they, I don't know, what, what else could they do? Like, um, like there is also the radical transparency thing, which is another addition to the risks. But yeah. it, it also depends like in, in some corporate um, situations. I also saw some of those influencers getting pretty big who are, you know, like mental health influencers. And, you know, like when you are in trying to enjoy your weekend, but, you know, Monday is like, <laughs> what's up, man? <laughs> <laughs> so like, and, and, always and assumingly, yeah. like, maybe I wouldn't want to work where they work because mm -hmm. that's, you know, a negative um, backlash to, to, the, to the certain company where they work. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, what was the question? Like, how do you, <laughs> <laughs> how do you courier the content? Or uh, how do you your yeah yeah or I mean, how do you make guys, sure they don't deviate from yeah, the from uh, the from the brand for instance this is a tough topic as well yeah guys training and also some level of freedom i mean a lot of debate here is okay well you've trusted them to you've hired them you've trusted them to be a face of the company in some ways they're maybe not customer facing maybe they are um can you not trust them with your social media presence and then the other argument is that like if that person screws up, then just You're fire screwed. them. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and just say, listen, like, this is how the internet works. I mean, mm. I'm sorry that was a racist tweet or whatever it was. <laughs> like, that yeah. was, that was not cool. And mm. we, we recognize that. And, and that's why they're no longer with us. And I think oh, you can be. That's risky, though. Yeah. I, but, I didn't even think about that. But, like, that's the thing. Like, yeah. And the, the internet forgets. I mean, the, the, not the internet forgets. The internet never forgets, forgets, but the internet moves on pretty damn yeah. quick. Like, like they, in a day. Yeah, and it's like, you know, Pepsi also does some very woke advertising, and it's like everyone complains about it, and then the Do next day they forget the about Jenner it. Do you remember the Kylie Jenner commercial? Yeah. Like, I barely remember it, actually, now. But, like, anytime someone says Pepsi, I'm like, oh, they did that lame commercial. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it doesn't prevent you. Like, their stock went through the roof after that, and... Their really? Yeah, their oh. sales hasn't been impacted at all. That's so true. It's mm. it's very like bad publicity. You always publicity. yeah, that's <laughs> that's right. The thing is, is that the data, like Peloton, for example, is another good example of like coming out with a shitty ad, and then people backlashing. But Peloton's doing fine. Like they're literally doing fine, and I think that's where we need much much more realistic discussions in marketing and advertising about what is actually the risk. Yeah. of these things because mm -hmm. i think the perceived risk is way greater than the actual risk and that's where you know there's a big issue so how do you do it you train them mm -hmm. you give them some creative freedom and you can put in some stops you can say okay you have to save everything to drafts first and then you know review, review rounds, it. Yeah. it'll probably slow you down like hell but yeah. there's there is there is ways of course essentially yeah. i think what I, okay 
this is my crazy idea, but I think there is huge potential in this. So for brands who feel like it's worth it for them, maybe like, you know, makeup brands or, or, or any like B2C brand where it's actually relevant, like Dunkin', I would actually create a small team who's only responsible for this. Like, or, or like maybe it's like a part of their job being responsible for this. Like fr from like, you know, someone from the internal comps part comes out or like someone from the marketing team comes out and like from now on you are head of employee advocacy or, or like you're head of the employee creator program. Yeah, that's what's happening. Yeah. And yeah. then like your sole purpose is to actually create briefs. What, yeah. you know, provide them with like content ideas, provide them with inspiration, review, you know, engage in conversations with them encourage empower mm. and and i think that's probably the way to go about it yeah like you need someone dedicated to this because yes there is a certain amount of you know review that's needed especially in the beginning i say yeah but but the creative freedom is also essential because if mm. there is no creative freedom there is no authenticity yeah so but i think like there's also interesting i mean there's a lot of interesting influencer platforms that are built for externals as well where it's yeah. like there's a brief and then that person answers the brief, loads up their content and the brand pays them. There's also, I imagine that would be something in the future for internal brands mm -hmm. or internal people as well, where it's like, it's an influencer marketing platform built for internally. And then you just put up your brief. And then if employees want to answer that brief, they can, and they can publish the content on their own channels. I mean, cool that's, business model. And so nobody sees it. If you're listening or you're like, hey, it. yeah, yeah, the internal employee advocacy platform uh, or creator, employee creator platform. Yeah. Maybe we should build it any. It would never fly. How would we make money on it? Just sell the license. You only need one big client. You only need one. <laughs> I love it. You only need one big client, then you're done. Yes. So. So let's uh, thank you guys for your input. Let's. Uh, <laughs> thank, thank, you thank, you thank you so much. Just not impressed. <laughs> no, yeah. I'm impressed always. I have a question for you though. For me? Yeah. Are you sure? Because I got asked this by a client today because we presented something a couple of days ago in relation to this, this topic. Really? Okay. Yeah, and they sent me an email today, and I was like, it's funny that you ask this question because we're going to talk about it on the podcast. So <laughs> I'm not going to email you back with the answer. You have to wait. You have you to watch the her, podcast. You can just send her the link to the yes, podcast. Yes, exactly. <laughs> this is how you get more subscribers, folks. You don't answer client emails with actual answers. You, you answer send them. them you send them to your content. <laughs> yes. So, uh, Christine, if you're listening, <laughs> um, the the question is basically, how do you track all of this? Because if you have employees on their own platforms, not on, you know, of course, you can also have them doing stuff yeah. for your mm -hmm. own platforms. And that's something complete. That's something else, but is in this discussion. But if they're doing stuff on their own profiles, how can you measure it? How can you measure it? What like, metrics? That gets like a lot of manual work, right? Well, it depends. You can also just, you know, make Brand it part mentions. of the deal with the creators that they actually, you know, report back to you. Yeah. Or you can set up like a, a measurement framework. Like I'm pretty sure there are multiple tools that can do this. Yeah. What you metrics should you aim up. after? Sorry, what? What metrics should they should you keep copy ISL? Reach engagement. Yeah. If you already have those, you are more than good. And then you can always track links with um, you know, 
UTMs, mm-hmm. or if you have like a, or if you are a B two C brand, or even B two B reference codes. I think yeah. um, if you're a B two B brand, and you want to drive some sales. I mean, it's not necessarily a good move from like a branding standpoint, but if you want to boost sales, you give like a five percent reference code or like a five percent deal to your employers. Mm. And you know, like if you if someone comes back, it's like an affiliate marketing within yeah, your yeah. own company. Yeah. If someone comes back, you get 5% uh, of the sale. That's yeah. interesting. I think Chris will send an email out tomorrow saying, hey, we have this new Everything, everything. That's your salary, guys. Okay. I'm sorry. Okay. Everything you sell just gets into your salary. Okay. So but, yeah, but affiliate marketing links for the team. That's, <laughs> that's the next, that's the next step. I love it. Capitalism. Yeah. Capitalism. It works. Sort, yeah. of, sort of for our own merch <laughs> <laughs> for selling merch I for love our it. own merch with yeah. Cupco hoodies and caps yeah. and water you guys can all become affiliates yeah I love that idea actually yeah but I think actually I think You'll one be of so the competitive <laughs> like, I'm, so I be like, I'm leading sales guys <laughs> what about you <laughs> that's no, also but... another thing we can add <laughs> to the platform like we're gonna build the most amazing employee creator platform slash employee affiliate marketing platform Guys, this is the future. But I think it is actually the future. Yeah, it kind of is. Like, <laughs> I'm not joking. I, it sounds like I'm joking about this, but in the back of my head, I'm like, <laughs> this is actually a good idea. <laughs> Maybe we should cut this part out <laughs> and not mention it. So We will see later if, yeah. if this we'll actually makes we'll make the public it, yeah. or not. It's a shitty idea. Don't take it. Yeah. <laughs> it's a very bad idea. You heard, you've heard it first here anyways. Yeah, yeah. but I, I think there are... There are uh, there are just like a few things that, you know, you still need to do if you want to implement any of this. And I honestly believe this is the next step or like the new generation of like employee advocacy is like turning advocates into creators. And the first step to that is actually just co-creating with them, you know, just mm. providing some some sort of ownership right. or, or some sense of some, some sense of ownership. And I think that's already like a good start. Mm. Yeah. And and I think all brands can already benefit from that because essentially there will be the engagement, there will be the reach. Mm. You know, you don't necessarily have to start by setting up like an affiliate link or anything like mm. that. No, no, just start small. Yeah. Like yeah. identify identify a few um, you know, advocates or, or essential creators. prospects, yeah, creators and, and start with them. Like start with five people. Yeah. See how it goes. Pilot it. You can even start with just one person. Yeah. Like find somebody who's creative on the team that yeah. wants to do some stuff and say, Hey, go do, go do yeah. this. Yeah. I think it's uh, I think it's definitely a cool idea. And then you can of course see how, how are you doing on the resource side of things? Yeah. Because you might even be able to, you know, help that person with like, uh, you know, content creation side things, or you might be able to just like have that person with coaching or just with like, again like a weekly or monthly you know brief like a creative brief like mm. hey this is what's up which part of this could you imagine yourself doing yeah well that leads me into this idea if you're listening and you live in the copenhagen area and you'd like to be an intern at cubco and be our internal content creator doing employee content write me a message chris at cubco.com and uh we will have a fight to the death cage match with all of the interns. No, I'm kidding. There's no fight to the death. 
Uh, I think that's illegal, right, Liz? No, that comes after they're hired. Yes. <laughs> after they're hired, we hire a bunch and then throw them in the cage. <laughs> back here. This is the cage match area. No, so I'm serious. If you would like to be a, a content creator at Cubco, we will support you with the tools that you need. We've got nice cameras. We've got nice equipment. We've got nice jackets. <laughs> we got nice stuff. We got a fade haircut. <laughs> we could do all that for you. And more at Cubco. So message me, Chris at Cubco.com. Cubco with a K. Yeah. <laughs> People often ask me that when I say I wear Cubco. They're like, oh, C-H? Yeah, yeah. C, whatever. Chubco. Chubco. <laughs> but it's Danish people. So, of course, they think C, like Cubco. So, like, uh, like ish, uh, you know. Like <laughs> the Cubs. Yeah. The Cubs and the Mets. Oh. Yeah. So... Just, just. Yeah, I know. It's it's a, it's a it shitty. It's a people. really <laughs> shitty name. We're gonna change it next year. What again? To what? Uh, <laughs> well, you don't have to figure it out now. <laughs> We're gonna change it to um, I don't know, dude. Wh whatever. Just whatever. <laughs> just whatever. Okay. Just yeah. whatever. Yes. Yeah. Call Worst it, agency in town. Call it call it Wednesday. It's yeah. like it, right in the middle of no, the there's also, so many agencies called Monday. Yeah, yeah. Monday, Tuesday. You can Wednesday. say another Monday. Another Monday. <laughs> another Monday. <laughs> Most no. motivating company name ever. Yes. Another week. Oh, we are actually having a meeting with another Monday. And <laughs> <laughs> when when like next Monday? Yeah. No. There's lots of agencies. I think we're just gonna call ourselves agency. Okay. Another agency. agency. Oh, I think agency. actually there is. The. The. Just the. The. <laughs> <laughs> the. That's good. All right. Okay. Let's wrap this episode up. Yes. By maybe, yeah, I think you guys should uh, outline a little bit uh, the tips. Do you guys have, you can ping pong I on have some tips. Lined out good. Yeah. Hit us. What, what hit if us I'm hitting tips. them and you can always like, you know, one by one add to it. Okay. Like how would you tweak it in like a tactic? Sure. Way? Okay. So identify the advocates and, you know, the creator material. First step. Yeah. Cage match. Cage match. <laughs> Provide guidelines for the creators. That's easy. You on just a regular basis. Creative briefs. Creative briefs are good. And then some, you know, general social media guidelines, like yeah. no swearing, no using this word, no using that word, no showing nudity, stuff like that. That's easy to do. Okay. But to put it in their contract. Like one of the things is like, if you're going to get people to create content and it's not part of their normal contract, you better put that in there. Otherwise, it's too much of a wild I west. I need to check my contract now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not asking you to concrete. Oh, actually, actually, we are. We are asking you to create yeah. content. Shit. Actually, I think it's proper in my contract, by the way. But it is in your contract to make it is I in some people's contract it does say yeah, create content says, for cubco yeah yes Damn, I'm job not this. done yes. <laughs> I made it. Yes. we got but, you andy for life you didn't read the fine print it says for life oh no <laughs> uh, feed them with content and content ideas on a regular basis yeah that's hard to do hard but, to do but worth it but worth it but i think also you can start to ask them like what do you think we should do? Like yeah. if they're also a creative person then, and they're working with like Dunkin' Donuts, they're working with the donuts every day. That's like, but Dunkin' actually has a monthly creative brief coming out. That's perfect. Yeah. Okay. So, so they do the creative brief part. I love it. Um, reward them. Yeah. Affiliate links. <laughs> <laughs> Affiliate marketing. Money always works. Mm -hmm. <laughs> no, I think that's a good, I think it, money does work. And I yeah. think like also extra benefits. I mean, like when you guys are here, you're working overtime. 
so you get overtime time back. So really? <laughs> don't sell, don't do it like that. He's gonna he's, I'm doing, just he's doing me dirty here. I'm like just I'm the joking. worst, like I'm the worst I'm employer ever. <laughs> you knew this. Um, <coughs> <laughs> sorry. Uh, let employees implement their own ideas. Mm, yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah, if their ideas are any good. Creative freedom, authenticity, yes, or like just it. shitty content. I mean, I don't think you can make. I mean, it's social is so hit and miss anyway. So that's who's true. to say what's gonna work? Yeah, I think essentially it's like quantity versus quality, and then this is something that could you know, if you well in if you integrated well into a content ecosystem, this could be something that's relatable to you know brand relatability mm. and also like the quantity of content. Yeah, yeah, but uh, yeah. All right. Let them implement their own ideas to some level. To some level. Okay. Somebody's telling me to wrap it up here. But I will say, like, there's a good interesting case where this guy decided to test water at Disney. He got fired. He was a Disney employee. Oh, oh the guy who sits back in the car and says, like, I just got fired? Yeah. Yeah, because oh. he was, like, testing water at the different fountains in, uh, in Disney and was, like, raiding it. And uh, he got fired. Oh, man. Yeah. Because he was crazy. like saying somebody's some some restaurants water was crap, right? And mm. Disney's okay. like you can't do that. But it's also not a smart idea to do that. We got a lot of views, so it's like yeah, that's what true. works and what doesn't work. That's true. That kind of goes out yeah. the window here. Um, Anymore? Implement it across your content ecosystem. We kind of just covered that, and then you know stay aware of the the quality versus quantity aspect. Quality is not going to be always there. I think. Mm. No, I agree. It's hit like they're not they're not professional yeah. film no. or content creators, right? So, but some stuff's gonna not be great. That's all, folks. That's all. Great. Thank you. I love it. All the gold, golden tips. Love it. Very good tips, Andy. Thank you. Thank you guys for listening. This is uh, the, yeah Thanks the so employee much. ambassador marketing episode. Stay tuned for another Cupco social media. What are we podcast. talking about next time? We don't know. We, we shouldn't say that because then it's... Let us know in the comments <laughs> below what ideas... What, that could uh, actually be nice. What topics would you guys like to listen to? That's what I'm getting at. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Why well, are you stepping so slowly? You know? <laughs> <laughs> Do whatever Uja said <laughs> in, in the comments below. And we might take your ideas and, and uh, just use them for our own benefit and not give you a shout out. No, of course we'll give you a shout out. And maybe we'll send you something nice. Yeah, so Let us know in the comments what topic we should cover on the next podcast. Yeah. And yeah. smash all the available buttons, except the unsubscribe. <laughs> and the dislike. Don't hit that. Yeah. I actually hit the dislike. I would yeah. love to have a video that has more dislikes <laughs> than likes. Probably we only have that. Like those videos. You always say <laughs> that. Like. Okay. Adios, amigos. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. listening. And we'll see you guys next time. Cheers, guys. Bye. Bye. This has been the Social Media Sucks Podcast.